Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Israeli media reports three hospitals in Gaza City are currently surrounded. The Israelis believe there are Hamas fighters inside. The complexity of this, though, there are still patients inside. Thousands of Palestinians still not heeding those warnings by the Israelis to head to the south. Some in the hospital simply don't have the ability to do so. That's topic number one for Mike Lyons on the difficulties of what's going on in the Middle East right now. The Israelis have hospitals surrounded. There are Hamas fighters in there and patients. Here's problem number two. This latest airstrike was supposed to be a message to Iran to tell its proxy groups to stop attacking U.S. forces. Well, it seems either they didn't hear the warning or they didn't heed it with the obvious risk that this could escalate. Yeah, so we uh, bombed something somewhere to let Iran know we're serious. Remember what Kamala Harris said? Don't. Yeah. Don't. Well, after we hit them, punched them in the nose, they've attacked our troops four times since then, at least four. There's a risk it'll escalate. It had better. Anyway, to discuss these topics and more, please welcome Mike Lyons. You see Mike on CNN, respected military analyst. Uh, Mike, always great to talk to you. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. Great to be back. Which of those you want to tackle first? Let's talk about hospitals, right? Uh, Gaza City's got the most amount of hospitals per capita for the density of their population. Like, you can't swing a dead cat and not hit a hospital there. Now, that's, you think that's on purpose? I mean, for a population that's growing and has got you know, more children and not a lot of old people, that's for a reason. That's because when Hamas builds hospitals, they make military headquarters out of them. So, so they call everything a hospital. That's pretty clever. 
Yeah, right. And so, again, Israel's doing everything it can to try to send messages um, about about them. And what you, I think what's left now in some of these places are some last-minute martyrs, because really what they're all going to, they're all going to die, the Hamas guys that are there. And, and maybe the leadership is now starting to infiltrate back to the south because they realize they're losing this fight here in the, in the town. But um, but yeah, this is this is a, a you know a population that that, that allows itself to, to for Hamas to you know to hide itself behind. So I, I don't know what else to say. It's a kind of warfare we haven't seen in this century as blatant as it is. Um, and with the, my my problem is the rest of the world is not on Israel's side or is not on the side of what's clearly the the good guys here when it comes to how this war should be propagated. I, I want to talk more about that in a little bit, but as a uh, a retired gentleman of the United States Army, is there any ambiguity at all in international law, U.S. law, any law you can think of about using human shields and who is responsible for the death of those people if it comes? No, it isn't. It's it's Hamas's responsibility, but we're dealing with a group that doesn't have any accountability to that law. We we're not going to be able to prosecute that. We're not going to be able to you know drag them in front of some world tribune someplace. It's not it's not going to happen. We're not going to get their surrender. Like all the things that we want about war that happened in the Second World War. You know, you drag the the Japanese on the Missouri and you make them surrender, and those things those days are over. So we're we're at this point where we're letting them get away with whatever they want, and we're holding the Israeli soldier. To this incredibly high standard. Now, again, no one's murdering civilians in in, in combat. I mean, I mean that that's that's clearly a war crime. We're not Milai. We're not going in that direction. But in the same token, what we ask the Israeli soldier to do to be a war fighter on this street and then a peacekeeper in this in this instance, and then all of a sudden now you're back to being a war fighter. I mean, the whip sawing is just driving them crazy. It's just not a it's not a reasonable expectation for a performance what they're trying to do. Right. Yeah. My point really didn't have anything to do with prosecuting Hamas or anything like that. It, it's to make it infinitely clear to Americans who might be listening: there is no ambiguity. If you right. position fighting forces intentionally among civilians. And those civilians right. are killed. It's not your opponent who is guilty right. by any international accord. No, no. And, well, and again, but there's no, there's no way that we're not going to do anything about it, though, because they're going to still hold Israel to the higher standard. Right. That legally speaking, you're right, but that's not going to matter to millions of people on the streets. The, the public mm-hmm. opinion, you know, battle over exactly. this whole thing. That's why I'm trying to knock some sense right. into their heads, which is really, really right. frustrating. Um, so I'm just hot to trot for this story. I've been wanting to ask you this all week long. How many times can Iran attack us before we right. hit them really hard? Or is this a good di- idea that we're holding back? Yeah, we've got this visual deterrent, right? We show up, we, another ship shows up, we, we send a tweet on a submarine. I, the, the problem is this administration does not want to get to the point where us, we have to go after Iran for whatever reason. I, I think we know the reason because they, we do, they, this administration deep down thinks we can still all get along. And, 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 and the, Iran has control of these Shia militia groups within Syria and within, within Iraq and these places. And what do we do when they, they're, they're hurting our soldiers with TBIs and one died. And, and they're like, it's time to get them out of there. If we're not going to protect them, it's just time mm-hmm. to go. We're, going, we're hitting logistical supply places back. We should be going after the people. And we're not going at it in any kind of proportionality. We should be disproportional. We should be going after multiple strikes. So I, I don't get it. And, 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 and if, again, if I was a, if I'm a parent of a, of a soldier that's in that place, I'm, oh. I'm like, get my son or daughter out of there. It's like, enough's enough. Yeah. It's just you know, crazy. Because yeah, what, what I was wondering the, the other day was, uh, is Secretary Austin like 
clenched fist grinding his teeth going along with this because he serves at the pleasure of the commander-in-chief, or do you think he's on board? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I don't know. I think I'd like to think the clenched fist. I know a lot of his classmates. I know a lot of people in that generation. I don't get it um, because, again, we want to. We have to. The protection of our force has got to be the priority. But then, but then he's got to deal with the Secretary of State who goes on today in Indian TV and talks about too many Palestinians being killed. I mean, the guy's stepping on his own program. Like two days ago, we were okay about you know the, about what Israel was doing, and now. He's not okay with it. I, I, I just, the, the level, again, of whipsawing back and forth of this administration is just beyond the pale right now. I don't, I don't know what else, what else to say. And, and again, Israel is rolling their eyes at us because they're not stopping. They're, they're not, they're not going to be influenced by any of this. Yeah, I'm reminded of a lot of domestic politics being so stupid. I think they're yeah. overthinking, uh, influencing the public around the world. By, you know, conceding, yeah, the, the Palestinians are suffering and it's terrible. And it is ter- terrible. If yeah. you have a beating heart, it's it's awful. But, um, yeah, I just, it, it feels like a feckless, indecisive foreign policy to me. I've, I've been wondering yeah. whether they've just decided, look, any escalation in the region is going to be bad for us long term. So we got to keep this as tight right. as we can. Our guys aren't getting killed. I think one contractor was who was an American serving right. his country. But... Um, I think they might be wrong. I, I think that's the theory. I don't know. Sure. No, they don't want to face off against the Iranians. And and, and talked to a bunch of retired guys over the last couple of weeks, and it's like it's time. I mean, it, 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 there's no other way around this that, you know, they're not – deterrence is not working. Deterrence fails in, in Ukraine. Deterrence failed in, in Israel. And it's starting to fail with us because we're just not willing to, you know, you know to pull the trigger here. Um, and, and every time the Secretary of State or somebody comes up with, the Israelis have to be doing more. Well, tell me exactly what. Tell, tell me specifically what more you want to do because you're not going to get them to stop. And, and, and a pause is actually inhumane because they're going to pause and they're going to give people some time to move out. And then they're going to start it all, all up again. So, so, again, this is war. This is no, that's no other construct that we're talking about here. Yeah, as a guy like you who's, who's been studying the history of war, we're, we're into a, a new era in a whole bunch of different ways, um, geopolitically and then communications, the fact that we, right. we see it all live in the moment, uh, not couched by some you know journalist days later in the New York Times. Just you watch it live and then get the influence of all the Twitter followers and their BS, and that's yeah, so crazy. <laughs> And the administration now is putting out that they're getting cables from foreign countries about the problem with, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the Arab world is upset about this, and we have to be careful. And, and I want to go, you go tell those diplomats to do their J-O-B job and go convince the Arab nations that what's going on in Israel is not Israel's fault. Like, push back. Like, the, the Abraham Accords were good. Get Saudi Arabia back in the game here. The, nothing's going to, we agree, nothing's going to happen um, until you get Arab nations involved with Gaza anyway in, in the southern portion for the refugees. Like I said, the Egyptians can't build that wall back fast enough anytime they make a hole in it to let any kind of humanitarian efforts to go through it. Now, that, there's, a, for, there's a reason for that. So, again, no one has any solutions other than, you know, do better, they can do more. Uh, Mike, uh, one final thought from me. We came across a brilliant comment, or I'm sorry, a column yesterday that quoted extensively from General Sherman's letter to the people and, and governors of Atlanta, the, the city council, I believe it was, explaining why he was going to burn the city and their pleas to him not to were misplaced. 
and it's summarized as I completely understand what you're saying, and it's a terrible thing to do. I wish I didn't have to do it, but the kindest thing I can do for you is end this war, and that's what we intend to do. Yeah, and and that's what Israel is trying to do, I I, I think. Um, And and, and this scourge of terrorism that exists in the world, it's a cloud that hangs over our head. It's been hanging over our head for 20-something years, really since 9-11. And and the Arab nations have got to recognize that, uh, you know, they could help solve the problem. You know, we have a combating terrorism center at West Point. We've devoted so many resources to trying to figure out how to do this. And it just has to get back to plain old power. It just has to get back to, you know what, we're going to eliminate the scourge from the earth, whether it's one Hamas guy at a time. You know, Barack Obama, listening to him say, oh, we're going to create a whole new generation of terrorists. Well, guess what? If we sit there and do nothing, we're going to do the same thing. So we've got to do something. And and again, I choose to fight. There's a time to fight right now, and that's what Israel's doing. So, So good for them. I don't know if I've ever heard you so fired up. Hmm. Well, I, I believe there's a war for American society going on right now. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I do, too. It's a, and again, watching this, you know, a year from Election Day, watching this administration, you know, we, we can't even protect our own borders. You look at look at our own things that we're having a problem with in, internally. It's, just, it's 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 I don't want this this scourge that's happening there to, to hit our shores. And let's, let's hope it doesn't. So this sort of stuff has been your entire adult life. Tomorrow's Veterans Day. Give us a few seconds on what Veterans Day means to you. Yeah, I'm just glad it's the holiday that it is now. I mean, I, when I first got in the military, I would come home and I'd say, "Hey, I'm in the I'm in the army," and people would say to me, "I'm glad." I didn't, I didn't think anybody did that anymore. So I'm just glad that we celebrate veterans now and, and, and of other generations. I'm not not necessarily mine, but it just uh, it's something I try to keep a low profile on. But but God bless the veterans that are out there, and thank you for your service. Uh, Mike Lyons, uh, it's always enlightening. Mike, thanks a million uh, both for your service and uh, for spending some time. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks for me. Yep. Well, of course, I always like it when people agree with me. But yeah, we gotta we gotta punch back harder. You can't let one of your top two or three enemies on planet Earth attack your troops nearly fifty times. Yeah, I think a lot of Americans believe that we have graduated from human history. Yeah, and are on to yep. something new. Right, exactly, and that the inevitable mathematics of human relations don't apply to us anymore. Barack Obama was their king. We can reason with anybody and reason them out of what they want to do. We will negotiate with them. And negotiation is great, and diplomacy is fabulous. But there's a limit. With a dash of some problems, we can just ignore them, and things will work out okay. Or, I'm so smart, we're so smart, we will talk them out of it when we need to. But uh, that's not the history of the world. And a lot of our young people hate their own country. Yeah, that's a problem, too. Man, oh, man. I don't, I don't remember ever hearing him that fired up about a topic. Good we've, for him. And we've talked to him about a lot of topics. Stay here. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The CDC is warning that seven people, mostly infants, have been infected with salmonella after coming into contact with pet food that's been recalled. The outbreak has been linked to numerous brands of dry dog and cat food made by Mid-America Pet Food of Texas. A whole bunch of people got sick because of salmonella and dog food, including a bunch of infants. Stop feeding dog food to your babies. Mostly infants. What's going on with that? They down around the floor crawling around, or are you feeding your kids dog food? Aye, aye, aye. I hope not. Surely not. Outrageous. Here's a headline for you. Taylor Swift has started the second leg of her gazillion dollar tour. The second shiny, smooth, long leg. She's down in Argentina, did a show last night, dropped two new songs. Oh! Including one that's got the lyrics, Falling in Love Again. Oh! Oh, my. Is that a reference to Travis Kelsey? Well, tongues are wagging. (laughs) 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 Wow. Wow. Just wow. (laughs) I know. It's simple. They love each other. Imagine imagine trying to have any kind of normal relationship when you're that famous. I can't imagine how that would work. As we were talking to Mike Lyons, and he was righteously fired up about our lack of response to our young troopers being hung out to dry by the administration, I glanced over and Good Morning America was doing a big feature on the Taylor Swift tour. You people are probably happier than I am. You don't worry about this stuff. So from the Department of Are You Serious? This is what our law enforcement is doing department. Federal prosecutors say high-end brothels counted elected officials, tech execs, and military officers as clients. This commercial sex ring was built on secrecy and exclusivity catering to a wealthy and well-connected clientele, said the acting U.S. attorney. 
This reminds me of my conversation about the mob yesterday, where my whole life they've talked about how, well, that used to happen in the old days, but not anymore. Similar with, like, you know, high-level politicians and, and hookers. No, well, in the old days, but not anymore. That's not... They mentioned several people who were arrested and charged with conspiracy to coerce and entice to travel to engage in illegal activity. Two websites purported to advertise news model, nude models, not news models, for professional photography. Jack, you might want to sit down. They served as a front for escort and sex services. No way. In greater Boston and eastern Virginia, specifically the D.C. area. We've done panels with people in the uh, the, the sex trade business and, uh, and, and and making the argument that it's really awful and it shouldn't be legal because of the way women are treated and everything like sure. that. I'm certain that's true at the bottom, maybe 80% of it or whatever, even 90% of it. But at that level, I'm guessing it's really hot, smart girls who know exactly what they're doing. And they're just making a decision, and that guy's making a decision, and I don't know. I don't know who's getting arrested for what here. Up to six hundred dollars per hour, by the way, six hundred per hour. The affidavit indicates the women may have been persuaded, induced, and enticed to travel to Massachusetts and Virginia to age in commercial sex. Yes, I think they were persuaded, induced, and enticed by the money. Operators allegedly used coercive tactics to maintain the fluidity and effectiveness of no. the rotation of... Web. Don't, don't use say that. fluid. That's, that's bad term. Nobody needs that's the word fluid in this story. Of, poor choice of words. <laughs> yeah, right. Who's the victim in this story, though? That's the whole thing. <sighs> Their wives. How about you bust the gangs, please? Yeah. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hamas represents chaos. This is where they thrive. Israel represents order, democracy. Th- those are the two opposite extremes that have been clashing. That, that young man is the son of the founder of Hamas, who became so sickened by what Hamas did, he fled from his family and Hamas, and is now making the rounds around the world, saying they're evil, for God's sake. It's interesting. I don't know anything about his upbringing, but a lot of the Hamas leaders, not a lot of them, most of them are super rich, live very opulent lifestyles away from Gaza in you know, high-rise hotels and everything like that. Well, he probably had access... He's probably educated somewhere else, not like the average Palestinian kid who grows up believing Jews are the devil or something. Drink the blood of Palestinian babies, right? Right. So he grew up with a, a more worldly, accurate view of things and thought, no, you, you people are crazy. Of his own dad. Imagine how convinced you have to be to turn on your own dad. And he had to walk away from wealth, too, as you point yeah. out. What his conscience made him. More from the, the young gent. If Hamas stays in power, there will be more Gaza wars. But you got Hamas, you got Hezbollah, you got Shia, you got Sunni, you got Syria, you've got... So we need to make an example for all Islamists around the world and for all extremist savages that if they attempt to destroy any democracy, not only Israel, any democratic model, that we will stand united and we will find them together instead of being divided like this. The folks there uh, appreciating him uh, and the conversation with Hannity, then he bottom lines it for us, and I think he's exactly right. There is tribalism, you know, which is seventh century mentality, where a tribe used to fight a tribe for a hundred years until they get annihilated or they annihilate the tribe. So this is what Hamas is saying. It's the Arabian mentality that they view Israel as a tribe. They want to keep trying until they annihilate Israel or get annihilated in the, in the process. Annihilated. Right. Yeah. Sorry, Dad, you let your kid get an actual education and look what he decided. That's what they're teaching on college campuses, too. If you're in the powerful tribe, you are by definition evil no matter what you do. And if you're in the unsung tribe, the less powerful tribe, you are good and virtuous no matter how horrible you horribly yep. you behave. His dad must not have sent him to Columbia or Harvard. He would have gone back and joined back up with Hamas. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. So, uh, speaking of college students and demonstrators and that th- sort of thing, let's hear 50 again, Michael. Tragedy that Palestine is facing, and that is like because of the Israeli government um, and because of our tax dollars, uh, I think it's really scary, and I don't like it. Do you think it's possible for Hamas to free the hostages who are in Gaza right now? They've tried. So Hamas has tried to free it the really hostages. We do not want the hostages. You're calling the Hamas terrorists, some would call them terrorists, you're calling them freedom fighters. Great. Yeah. uh, Let's go with, uh, this is uh, Piers Morgan talking to Douglas Murray. Um, Love Douglas Murray. Um, and, and, And enjoy this clip, 52, and then we'll talk about it. 
You don't honestly think they're all pro-Hamas, these people? Well, I, I, I think that anyone who, for instance, chants things like from the river to the sea is, in fact... Yes, but they're not all doing that. ...or is criminally ignorant. Oh, well, they are. I mean, there's masses of videos of them marching past Westminster Abbey last week saying exactly that. Yeah, but they're not all uh, doing past it. Past the Winston Churchill I, I, last I've week watched the videos, exactly. and there are well, lots of people okay, well, here, chanting well, and some who aren't. Okay, well, here's a challenge. Okay, well, here's a challenge, Piers. If you decided to go on some kind of march, mm. and in week one you discovered that you had the BNP along your side calling, for instance, for the murder of all black people. Would you not wonder whether or not you should go on week two? Would you not drop out by about week three? I'd have thought so. I would. That's a good question. Yeah, and Piers, you yes, idiot. I you would. moron. Piers essentially says, yes, I would. Yes. You checkmate. dope. Yeah, if I'm marching along and I <laughs> don't believe that, but the, all the crowd is uh, chanting that, then I would leave. What Unless... I agreed with them. Weeks down the road? Right, exactly. You if I'm in some sort of we need to control the border march and somebody starts spousing, spouting racist crap, yeah, I'm going to show up week after week marching with those people? No, I'm going to get the hell out of there. What? The, what the, or that, get them the hell out of there. Yeah, the point of this is not to beat up on Piers Morgan, but what's with his emphatic... Not all of them. No, no, no. I've seen the videos. Not all of them. Well, listen, you moron. <laughs> Lord, what happened to critical thinking? Uh. <sighs> Never mind Joe DiMaggio. Where have you gone? Critical thinking. A nation turns its lonely eyes to you. It's part of our just our whole Western soft. Yeah, but attitude. I mean, we're just so accommodating to so many things. Yeah, that's what's going to kill us. Hour four, we have to rerun Mike Lyons' uh, brilliant screed. <sighs> you know, I, I brought this up a little bit earlier. The I was listening to a podcast with Elon Musk, two and a half hours, the Lex Friedman podcast, if you're familiar with it. Two of the smartest people in the world having conversations about everything, and I found it fascinating. Just randomly going from AI to war and whether or not, you know, you can eliminate war from humanity or it's just in our dna and all these different like stoner sort of conversations with really two really smart people i thought was was fascinating but anyway it got on to the whole um good countries bad countries good guys bad guys and how uh nobody's blame free and that so uh, completely nobody's pure of nobody's course not. Right? right so that always allows you know an out for people to make in the argument on their side look what israel's done look what the united states done whatever like that and elon made the argument i thought this was really a good way to look at it um you can go back to world war ii if you were going to surrender would you rather sur surrender to the united states or anybody else if you're going to surrender name countries you'd be willing to surrender to It'd be the United States, Israel, France, Great Britain, places like that that have all done bad things and sometimes have had soldiers go rogue and do horrible things. Mm -hmm. But it's not our, uh, it's not our, you know, method of operation. Right. It's not our plan. We don't announce it ahead of time. It's not systemic. And I think that is that is a good way to frame it. That's if you great, were on yeah. the battlefield and you had to surrender, you'd run toward the United States. Or Israel. Or away Israel. from Hamas. 
Queer rights are Palestinian rights. Queer rights are Palestinian rights. Where do you start with that person? Well, just from the, you're right. But what about the My Lai massacre uh, uh, in Vietnam that Mike Lyons brought up? What about the Western settlements? And the, the, okay, all that, fine. Who would you rather surrender to if you had to surrender on the battlefield? That is a good way to answer the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well played. This story is not close to over. Oh, the the other uh, aspect of the Piers Morgan thing and the the marching and the, the down with the Jews and beating Jews down outside the Tolerance Museum and the rest of it. Do you remember when those morons were marching in uh, Charlottesville? Early days of Trump. Jews will not replace us. Every media outlet in America covered that like it was the most serious challenge to the United States in its entire history. That smallish group of morons. Well, it goes further than that. Joe Biden has twice announced running for president because of that moment. Right. That's why I had to run for president. Right. When I saw those people with the tiki torches and the hate, I knew I had to. That The nation was going off a cliff. I had to come save the nation. Well, he's a lying sack of crap, clearly. But, but what about the media? Where's their concern for the Jewish folks now? They went crazy. That poor girl killed by the maniac in the car, that is one person's tragedy for her family. Uh, we all mourn her death, of course. Um, how many people have died in this thing? Because they're Jewish. You know, there are some media outlets that are, are better than usual because they're based in New York. They have Jewish folks on staff. Jake Tapper's really good on his show. And actually, one of our CNN. Uh, longtime friends and, and listeners um, pointed out that Dana Bash has been really good on this stuff, which surprised me a little bit because she's just a, a biased liar. But um, I have a feeling it's because they know Jewish people and have realized, oh, our f- far left flank are monsters. I thought they were useful for their energy and their youth and, you know... Uh, I agree on a bigger, uh, you know, social safety net and there for, you know, trans surgeries for nine-year-olds. Um, but they're useful because they're on the left, so I'm going to go along with them. No, they've realized they're associating with monsters. Well, how'd they get that way? Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu mentioned that yesterday. Can our world survive if people go and with such moral confusion and, in fact, uh, moral depravity? Support these killers, these murderers. And I, you know, I, I think it's very important that, uh, that this was censured. And I'll tell you something. This is an indictment of, uh, uh, I suppose, of higher education in many places in the West. When people who are supposedly educated cannot distinguish right from wrong and good from evil. Hamas is evil. Hamas is evil and we have to defeat evil, not protest and demonstrate on behalf of evil. Yeah, it's an indictment of our higher education system. That is correct. He went to MIT in the United States, by the way. Hmm. He's an engineer. That's what he was back in the day. Soon to be a former politician. Absolutely. At some point. Uh, he doesn't show it, but I would think it's pretty hard to sleep at night the rest of your life. Having had what happened October 7th happen while you're prime minister. That's pretty rough. Yeah, he'll never get over that. Nor should he. No, right. Yeah. Well, 
on a lighter note, because everything's a lighter note, do we dare hit the Vice special audio that we have next segment? Sure. That sounds good. Oh, Speaking of contagions, yes? Uh, there's a movie out that's supposed to be horrible, then I need to ask for a movie tip, because my son and I are going to watch a movie tonight, do a movie night. So okay. I need all that coming up. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. My name is Asa. I am six years old and I do drag. Asa is a baby drag queen. He performs at drag shows as Lulu Lovely Twirls. Lulu Lovely Twirls. Lulu Lovely Twirls! He started doing this four, five, now six years old. He is by far the youngest performer we've seen. There's even adult performers that sometimes we can outperform. How is the county not taking that kid away from the parents? He's... He started at age four. I like the glee in everybody's voice. He started doing drag at age four. Right. He decide, He discovered drag, became aware of it as a four-year-old, right. reading the newspaper or watching cable or something, and uh, decided, that's what I want to do. And the parents said, well, okay, if that's what you want to do, and bought him the outfits and started taking him around. It's not sick, woke parents at all. This is the gleeful celebration of child drag queens on the quickly dying Vice outlet. Can you stomach any more? I'll try one more. Asa refers to himself as a drag queen. He does it very proudly. He performs at drag shows. He puts together and produces his own numbers for drag shows. What do you like about drag? Getting to meet the drag queens and performing. Did anybody Did anybody at any point push back on the idea of a parent saying he refers to himself as a drag queen. No, you put that in his head. That's completely manufactured by you, you sick Fs. God, that's so crazy. Roll on. 
Tell us what are we about to see? A porcupine room. Her nickname is Jack Bear. And it looks like she has makeup on. Here's my Barbie house. Here's Townsville. What's Townsville from? Powerpuff Girls. The Mayor's Tower, which has the pride flag. Who made this for you? My dad. Uh, his dad made him a dragville with a pride flag. You see how awesome and enlightened that is that that little boy is into girls' toys, which is fine, and maybe he is, but the enthusiasm for your little kid being trans is so weird. Oh, yeah, it is. And awful. I mean, dangerously awful. That is the gold medal of I'm enlightened. The gold medal. You have status. Yeah, I know of a family. They transitioned their, I don't remember which direction, son to daughter at age 10. I'll let everybody make their own comment uh, in your home or your car, wherever you happen to be listening. Final clip. Horrible things being said. That there was a child stripping. And dancing provocatively. Calling us rumors, pedophiles. Child Protective Services was called on us. And then the anti-drag bill. Ace whispered in my ear, can I testify? I still wasn't sure where I was at with him performing drag at that point. I said, are you sure you want to speak? Yeah, finally something I agree with. Who was out there at the end? That's dad. At least they're a married couple. Imagine if you were divorced and the other half was doing that. And the crazy one took their kid to California, which would protect you from even knowing what they're doing. God, that is seriously child abuse. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. All right. So you got a movie? You need movie advice? Rotten Tomatoes is out with their 100 worst movies of all time. was looking at that. I I so often disagree with Rotten Tomatoes that I just, I don't really look at it that much. I I disagree uh, with them, I think, more than I agree with them. The critics or the people or both? Often both. Mm. So I don't use it as an indicator of much for me. But what, um, have you watched any of the Planet of the Apes movies? Oh, yeah. You have? Heck yeah. Okay. Yeah. So which should we watch? Because I'd, I'd heard that, 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 that there are one or two that are bad and one or two that are great. And The first one is dull. Not the first, the first, first one from the 60s. Get your hands off me, you dirty, stinking ape. No, not Charlton Heston. Okay. The first of the modern series. Okay. It's when it's intriguing. It's the, uh, the scientist played by some actor, dude. Thank um, you. For that. Oh, and he does good work. Which is really as much information as I need. I kind of can picture him, but I don't care. I don't care either. Yeah. Anyway, um, it, 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 he's got Caesar the chimp, who has like, they experimented on his brain or something like that, but he's got this super intelligent chimp who's getting more and more intelligent to the point where it's getting a little disturbing. It's pretty cerebral, and I thought it was fairly slow moving. Okay. Now, when you get into the ones where there is a Planet of the Apes... Then you got some action. Okay, so like the second one and on? Yeah, but they're violent. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. That doesn't bother me that much, depending on what it is, but... Yeah, you're talking... Are you going to watch it with Sam? Well, no, with my... uh, Henry will be at 12 in a couple of weeks. Ah. I'll I'll have to look it over. I'll have to read some common sense reviews on that. I do do like like that common sense thing. I love that website where it has... Parents, lots of parents weigh in, 
and they'll say, you know, I watched with my 11 year old. They couldn't sleep for two days or, you know, that sort of stuff. And uh, this was terrible. There was smoking and commercialism. (laughs) Yeah. Watch out for the commercialism. (laughs) Oh, Michael, we all need to look out for the commercialism. How much time do I have to warn you about another movie? Do I have any time? You got a minute 30. Okay, I'll throw this in just because uh, we like the Marvel's movies or have. But the new Marvels, The Marvels is the name of the movie out that's out. It's supposed to be just horrible. And the review in the New York Post was pretty good. If you thought Eternals and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania were low points, I hadn't even heard of that, for the limping Marvel Cinematic Universe, strap in for the ride to abject misery that is The Marvels. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Talks about how incredibly confusing the plot is. That's the problem I've had with a lot of Marvel movies. Like, am I dumb or is this just like so convoluted I can't figure out what the hell's going on? Well, and I find myself not caring. Yeah. Uh, characters we don't care a lick about. Uh, confusing. Uh, blah, 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 blah. It, they we're told it cost $270 million. It looks like it was as pricey as season five episode of Stargate SG-1. I don't even know what that is. Um, once again, we trudge out to the end of an MCU film. That's a Marvel Cinematic Universe film. Um, uh, moaning, how much longer can this godforsaken cinematic universe possibly drag on? <laughs> wow. So wow. I won't watch the new Marvels movie. Wow. The, uh, the audience score at Rotten Tomatoes, which you don't like, is actually pretty good. For the Marvels movie? Yeah, for the Marvels. Well, maybe they kept the commercialism low. That's probably yeah. it. They were drinking beer that wasn't a real brand. Yeah, and they didn't. I didn't see a Ford logo on anything. Oh, thank goodness. I can finally enjoy it. If you miss a segment, get the podcast of this show, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.